Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Here we are with another episode of Black and White Market Chatter on Life Planning 101. Matt Urban and Aaron Kennedy with you today. Uh, Aaron, it's a pretty good day. We finally got some cooler weather. That's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, there's water outside. There's, yeah. there's stuff falling out of the sky I've never seen yeah. before. It's fantastic. That's right. That's right. It's wonderful. So, uh, you know, it's good to see some changes. And I think one of the challenges going on in the markets today is we're not seeing changes or we're still in kind of this pattern of uncertainty with the Fed and you know, we talk a lot about it. So, you know, one of the things we want to bring to you today is what are people buying? And I say people, I mean, you and me, I mean, companies, I mean, institutions, you know, there's people on different levels, right? You're talking oh, yeah. Harvard Foundation all the way down to the to the average person. And um, But there were some themes that you found when you started looking at that. What's going on? You know, when, when we're in times, like right now, of uncertainty, if you go listen to the news, free to news, you know, wherever it is, lots of uncertainty and lots of fear. So when we get to this point in time, one of the major themes is by the fear. You know, because as humans, we throw the baby out with the bathwater. Doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or ugly. You know, we sell it all. Yeah. And some of that stuff being sold, you know, it's, it's diamond in the rough. It's the great stuff. And, you know, one of the bigger themes that we're seeing especially with what's going on in the interest rate world is buying distressed securities. Things that really look beat up that are ugly, you know, but have huge potential. And and we're seeing that uh, a lot in the debt world, especially in the private credit. You can go and get some fantastic deals. Uh, You're looking low double digits, 14% on the distress stuff. You know, it is a fantastic, fantastic time to be buying. Right. Blood in the streets. Well, blood in the streets. So when you think about the interest rates, right, so the the safe rate right now, federal government, that's around the 5% rate on short-term stuff. So you're getting all the way out to 14. So so there is a certain amount of risk you accept to get there, right? It's not the the same as buying a CD at the bank or a brokered CD like we buy, but but still there's a way to peel back and analyze that credit to see how quality it is, even if it's distressed right now. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's not you nailed it. This isn't something that you want to go buy an ETF with. Probably not the best time to go out and buy a junk bond. Fun, you know, you're just getting everything. Right. But if you have somebody that's that's willing to go sit down with management and go check out the properties or check out the, you know, the factory, see everything. That there is some some great stuff that is just price strong, mm-hmm. and that's where you make make the most money is when you buy mispriced securities, and that's really that, that's the real that's a real hot spot right, right. now. What is price too dang cheap for what's going on? Well, and, and so typically, you know, when you're getting started in something and this kind of this kind of thing goes everywhere, you're willing to take a little bit more risk to get started like a business owner. You might have to take a little bit of higher interest rate loan 
to get started because you're not Apple who can get 30-year bonds at 2%, right? right? In the billions of dollars. So you so when you start looking at these interest rates, right? If you were to able to get the 14%, that means somebody is paying the 14%. So there's companies out there paying it. So you go analyze those cash flows, right? Right, right. You just see what the company's making. Number one is how, how big is the debt piece for the revenues or for the earnings? Uh, you know, and if it's only 10%, you know, they're, they're only building one factory and they already have 10. Um, you know, it could be a very, very small portion of their overall revenue or earning structure. Mm-hmm. There's lots of different ways to look at it. And if we're looking at it from a risk standpoint, what makes sense and what doesn't? You know, and if, if, if we just look at it as debt as our total cost of capital, you know, we're not issuing stock, we're not issuing, all we're doing is, is going to get a loan and using 100% of that to run my business. But still may make sense at 14 if I'm growing at 14 and a half. Right. Well, any positives. Or, or 15. Because what's that debt going to be? Yeah. You know, six, seven years, I have a little bit tighter belt for six or seven years, and all of a sudden, boom, I paid off my debt, and now I'm making 14 to 15% of my money. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's you know, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we, we just have to be making more than, than our cost. Right. Well, and you're seeing that, you know, you talk about Austin and, and some of the, the projects that are happening down there, the big construction projects, you know, and I know, and I was talking to somebody the other day, and it's like, if their capital project, it's like you're saying, it's making 15, cost them 12 to finance it, their money ahead, they're steamrolling forward yeah. because they want something there when manufacturing opens back up. Yeah. Think about being in your economics class and having to draw out all those simple charts, you know, supply, demand, cost of capital, weighted average. You know, as long as you're ahead, you know, you keep doing it. You keep doing it until that becomes equal. That's right. You know, and once it turns negative, you're better than stopped. But as long as you're making something, you know, you keep going. Yeah. And, you know, if if you're looking at these projects, you can really dig down and find out which ones are going to be cash positive and which ones aren't. So it's a great time because everybody's scared. Well, and and you said it earlier, you know, you're hearing a lot of the same things. And and I think what we've seen over the last, well, you, I mean, you've got a better timeline than I, but we've been, we've been watching people throw darts last four or five years and they've just, whatever they hit, it seemed to have taken place. And really since I guess that COVID crash was kind of the best illustration of that. You could have yes. jumped on the back of anything and it would have taken you to the top. Now, some of that came down a lot quicker than others, but the point is is that you didn't have to do the work. You didn't have to do right. the analyzation, and you didn't have to have people in your corner that could peel back the layers of that onion, right? That's right. I mean, it was the total monkey-throwing darts scenario. You make money doing anything. Right. <sighs> that time's changed. Yeah, it has. That's, I heard something but that... Depends on how you look at it. You know, if you're looking at it just from a stock standpoint, yeah, it's been extremely difficult. Yeah. But, you know, company projections, company earnings, they're Mm -hmm. still holding on there. They're still making money hand over fist. It's just, it's not being recognized in the market. Right. Well, and that's the mispricing that you're talking about. That's the mispricing. Yeah. And, you know, as long as your time frame isn't a month or a year, this is where it all happens. You know, 
you, you just kind of wait for something to break. And then you go see if it's broken. Yeah, right. Right. You know, am I just replacing the tube or the car? I mean, on the tire of my car? Or um, did I blow my engine? That, if it's right. just my tube, man, put it back on and let's go. Go on about your day. So, yeah. Well, and that's right. And, and so thinking about some of these companies that um, they've been, we've had good earnings. And we have good earnings because people are spending. Yes. So there's still there's still cash flow there. Now it's not across the board. And to kind of go back to just a half a second, I was hearing something the other day, and they said it's really been a really tough environment for active managers over the last about two years because of those seven stocks that made money. So it's like okay, so we've been hyper focused on one thing, but when we jump out of that fast thing and we start digging into what's going on with with other individual companies. I mean, you were talking about it. They're Ooh. buying things. They're moving things. They're selling things. They're paying wages. You yes. Know? So talk about some of the stuff that they're buying. Because if they're buying stuff, we need to be buying stuff. Or, or they need to be buying stuff. Absolutely. You know, one of the, the, the coolest things I've seen, energy market. Mm-hmm. Right? Just think of all the things that we've been hearing with the energy market. Think about the EVs and how that's going to drastically change and that's going to way lower our cost or our uh, need to own oil. You know, it's, it's supposedly it's over. Within the next yeah. year or two, everybody's going to be driving EVs and the entire market's going to change. Yeah. We're not going to need electricity. I don't know how that's going to work. Except to charge wind, them. wind, and oh, solar. Wow. Okay, sorry. Wind and solar. That's going to charge everything. But but anyways, our our reliant on energy is is coming to an end. Well, there's some pretty big guys out there that are thinking to the contrary of that. And I think as today, Chevron announced that they're spending about fifty billion dollars to buy Hess. No, I take it back. S was a $48 billion company. Okay. They're spending $60 billion, $60 billion. Wow. to buy yeah. S. Exxon just bought Pioneer. Right. Holy cow. So, I mean, that was about a $60 billion too. That's, a, that's $120 billion that these energy companies just spent. And you wouldn't do that if you think it's going away. And so tell me, you know, I, I don't understand as well the scale of those so so 60 billion dollar company compared to i know some of the other market caps are touching the hundreds of billions trillions yeah. whatever like so t- talk to me about the scale are these like hess and pioneer are those the, the the small super small fish no 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 they're small large caps okay okay now they're they're not the, the half a trillion or so and i don't even think exxon's there quite yet but that's a major, major piece. Yeah. You know, if we're sitting at four hundred billion dollars and you just spent sixty, oh, that's a big yeah, percentage. That's a big <laughs> chunk of money. It's not just the the producers. One Oak just bought Magellan, and that's a pipeline. Wow. That's a major acquisition. You definitely don't do this if you think that industry is going away. Right. Or you don't do that if you think this industry is slowing down. Right. Because uh, the big boys are going to take more and more market cap and just squeeze them out. So they're, they're doing this for growth. They're, they're trying to pick up as much production as they possibly can. Well, they got their little chart out like you talked about. And they're, the way the lines crossed, they were a little higher than negative, right? Yes. 
Yes, yes. And we've been preaching this all year long. Um, energy's big. Energy's huge. And we don't produce enough of it to do what we need, or not maybe not need, or wanting to do. We, we have to have our utilities pumping out electricity. Mm -hmm. uh, well, right now it's a lot of political risk, too. I mean, I yes. know, know we're not going that and that necessarily route today, but the strategic reserves are extremely low yes. compared to where they need to be, especially if we're on the edge of war. So, strategic what, reserves are super low. Uh, so, really thankful there's some of this uh, capital being deployed. Absolutely. So we can try to get that fixed too. Yeah, absolutely. And we're running into a part out in the Permian um, that, you know, it's it's going to be harder to get growth out of the ground. I was talking to an engineer the other day and he was talking about the interference of the lines. You know, basically, if you get one line too close to the other, this is very simplified. You know, but <laughs> we're robbing Peter to pay Paul. No, so we've been doing that. We've already sucked out almost 50% of everything that's under the ground. So that growth is gone. Inter interference rates are way, way, let's just say they're a lot bigger than they've been projected and even been talked about. So, well, but those lavender lines are so long. Yes. And so you, you would think it, they start to drill that well, they work the well in the center, and it kind of spiders out now versus straight down. Right. So, so how many other wells are you hitting? How many wells are you depressurizing? You know, that's a very interesting concept. Yeah. So, what's the easiest way to do it? It's not go out there and spend millions of dollars for a new well. You just go buy somebody else's. Hello, house. Hello, pioneer. Right. You know, um, great, great place. So, you know, we were talking that earlier. If these companies are willing to be buying, we should be as well. Right. Because that's their lifeline, that's their family's wealth. That's Well that's that so the the old saying of how you think about about money or how you talk about time is how you think about money. And it's so these guys are talking about 10, 15, 20 year capital projects. And so that's where that type of return they're gonna get. They're not talking about trying to get a return tomorrow or the next day. That's kind of the day trading stuff and, and we know Statistically, that only works in very specific scenarios, right? It's yes. not a good long-term investment play. So trying to get past this, they're looking through four presidencies down the line, not one. Right. They're, you know, they're looking so far out in the future because that's where they're making those capital uh, deployments to try to make some revenue. That's right. And in, in, in any of these types of bills, these projects are all long-term just to get going. Yeah. Look at the U.S. You know, we've slowed down over the last, uh, you know, seven years or so. And where did that put us? We lost our dominance in the world oil. It didn't take long. Oil. No, it doesn't take any time at all. And how many millions or billions of dollars is it going to take to catch up? Right. You know, so you got to keep growing. Got to keep growing. And it's a great feeling. To look out there and said, not everybody's the ostrich burying their head in the sand. <laughs> People are taking advantage of it. Yes. Well, it gives you that hope. So what else? You said there are some other industries, too, that are that are rolling out and buying stuff. Yeah. So the acquisitions, mergers and acquisitions, um, we had a huge year in 21. It cut in about half, in half in 2022. 
there should have been a warning seeing all the all the stuff going on but uh this year is keeping up with last year and you know as the projections go we're that one month closer to recession sure so, yeah these big companies are completely ignoring it you know some some of the ones i bet uh, a lot of people have heard of is uh no more albertsons kroger bought them up uh, that was a 25 billion dollar deal and you know grocery isn't a real high margin business no so you, you gotta you gotta have your math right to make money there um let's see cisco just bought splunk that's another big one um more on the safety of technology you know cyber security okay. that kind of thing uh we already talked about one oak broadcom just bought vmware you know even with all the ai stuff companies are still ramping up and things haven't gotten so expensive all across the spectrum that these deals can't can't take place and if you think about it we're scared of interest rates scared of interest rates a lot of these deals are all stock all cash so they've been making the money they have the money and the project makes sense and and they're they're going after it right so super positive super positive for the market yeah um well it's amazing to, to have those deals not be burdened with these interest rates for a long term yes right and that's exactly right is it there is a big cost so you know if it adds like we were talking earlier a little bit more than 14 percent at the bottom line you do the deal but they don't have to worry about this especially on the let's see the chevron deal that just went through is all all equity deal so you know usually we see a huge misprice or repricing mm -hmm. and it's it's been pretty ho-hum pretty boring today yeah. seeing what's going on there so very exciting stuff and you know we're not chevron we're not going out and spending 50 billion dollars but from the market perspective you know we're coming into the fourth quarter We've just shaved off what seven and a half percent since July. Yep. We're bouncing off uh, some oversold levels. More than likely, we're going to have a very strong Christmas season. I can't see us going gangbusters all year long and then the consumer disappear for the fourth quarter. Right. Um, yeah, it's going to keep showing up. It's going to keep showing up. And um, there's a lot of companies out there that are on sale. Hmm. Big time on sale. We're just looking at things from 2000, um, I guess January 1st of 2022. Markets are still negative. This is two years of negative market. Right. So we're long in the tooth. It's time to get going again. And, you know, if we can have the Fed stop trying to slow us down, right. things are looking positive. Well, and the great thing is, Aaron, so really since the end of 21 is kind of where you started pacing that dry powder back and putting it, putting something in your pocket for a rainy day, you know, and some of that, it helped with some of the volatility through 22, but so, so in similar nature to these big boys that have cash on the side and equity deals, you're able to slice in and not have to use the quote unquote high interest rates by having to sell something that's down right. to, to redeploy it. You know, it's, Interest bearing stuff, cash, right? Yeah, we're sitting in cash. It's earning about five and a half percent, and we're looking. We're about to run out of time. Not, not really run out of time, but typically the, the Santa Claus rally it begins 
uh, November 1st. So, you know, we're, we're actively looking, where do we want to put our capital? And there's, there's lots of places to look, lots of places to look. And even this year, you know, the market as a whole is negative. It's down, down 2% for the year. So there's lots of companies out there we can go, go buy and have a fantastic deal. Yeah, and the prices are looking good. And, and really, if they can do it, why can't we? That, that's exactly right. If they're buying, why, why aren't we? You know, Because our time frame, we, we spend a lot of time on everybody, is our, our time frame is the rest of your life. You know, so if we miss it by a month or we miss it by six months, we're not even going to remember. Right. I mean, it's not really even going to affect us five to ten years down the road. That's right. What, what will affect us if we never go back. That's right. Right. So, or get out at an opportune time, right. right? It's the big emotional decisions that you remember, but but you know, missing it by one or two percent here and there, it's not, it's not gonna matter in the long run. No, no, it, it absolutely will not. And, um, like I said, we've been given another breath of fresh air just since the middle of July. Mm-hmm. Well, markets are down seven and a half percent, so let's yeah. get a better deal, let's yeah. get a better deal than we did, and um. Regardless of what happens in the news, regardless of the things that we see, market always climbs a, a wall of worry, and things will be better five to ten years from now. And, and more than likely, it's going to be a slow and steady climb upwards. Yep. Not year ten, we get all of it. Right. Not the bamboo plant. Yeah. Year five, right? And that's the way market should feel. You know, it should. I guess you could take this the wrong way, but. It should be gut-wrenching most of the time, and then you just look back and say, good gosh, I didn't realize all that happened. Right. Because most people think it's a day-to-day thing, and it's not. It's not a month-to-month. It's years, decades, and then, wow, look at what just happened. There's a pretty famous white curly-haired guy that said compound interest is one of the seven seven wonders of the world. That, That was Einstein. And uh, that's the way it works. We're not, we're not compounding on the day. We're compounding days in the years and years into decades. And it's magic. It's, it's it, all magic. Yep. Yep. So pretty awesome stuff, Aaron. So, you know, looking to get some of that cash to work and finding things to buy. So that's great news. I'm glad to hear that. And uh, is there anything else? We're kind of getting long on our time. Is there anything else you want to say before we get wrapped up today or to close? Lots of things are going on in this world, and a lot of them just simply don't make sense. So, hug your loved ones. That always makes sense. That's right. Love your people, and uh, stay sane. (laughs) Try not to get carried up in in the craziness. That's right. And if you have any questions about what we talked about today or or just want to talk, love to hear from you. Love to talk with you, and, and most of all, take care of you each and every one of you. So thank you for listening to today's episode and and we'll be back soon on uh, Black and White Market Chatter on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101.
The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.